Hi, I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about experiences beyond the five senses. And this is called The Cheese Stands Alone. Have you ever met someone in a brief encounter that over the course of a lifetime you will never forget? Someone who will forever remain in your mind's eye in the best and the worst of times. You can remember exactly how they looked, what they said, and the emotional exchange between the two of you. This happened to me in Boston in 1972. It was spring and all the flowers were blooming. There was life in everything except me. My life was a mess. I had graduated from college three years before and married my college sweetheart. It was the time of the Vietnam War and the draft board was breathing down my husband's neck. We were against the war, but at that time, conscientious objector status was hard to come by. The war machine was hungry, and unless you were willing to head for Canada, the draft was inevitable. As soon as my husband finished graduate school, he was sent to basic training. But as luck would have it, he was sent to Germany, and I followed after my college graduation. We led some kind of schizo life in Germany, enjoying the wonders of Europe, and knowing that so many of our friends were fighting and dying in Vietnam. When we returned to the States, my husband fell into a deep depression. Counseling and drugs weren't helping. I went to a support group only once, coming home ripping mad from all the jargon and self-righteousness of the group members. We lived in a very small apartment in the attic of a house. Every day became the same. We went to work, came home, ate, and watched endless hours of television. My husband began to fantasize about suicide. As we were about to drift off to sleep at night, he would describe his latest plan. Perhaps it would be driving down the local highway at 100 miles an hour into a concrete bridge abutment. I felt like I was falling down an endless dark hole. Our marriage fell apart and ended in divorce. I was devastated. I had lost the man I loved to the vast abyss of depression. Fearing for my own sanity, I'd left, and then I felt guilty about that. Where were the wonderful marriage and the beautiful children that I'd hoped for? The wonders of spring only made me more depressed. I had started going to a Quaker meeting because Quakers seemed to be the only people who really walked the talk of the peace movement, and they'd been doing it for a long time. It was one of these depressing spring weekends that I went to a Quaker retreat center in Boston and met an incredible woman whom I will never forget. She was a small, perky, middle-aged woman who always had a smile on her face and a twinkle in her eye. I attached myself to her like a drowning person to a life raft. If I could just be around her, perhaps I could bear my heartaches for at least one weekend. But as the weekend progressed and we began to tell our stories, I learned that my issues seemed small in comparison to the tragedies she had experienced. In addition to her husband's death from cancer, both her children had died the previous year. Her son was in a car accident and her daughter in a violent rape on her college campus. How could this woman possibly bear this much pain? How could she even continue to exist? I have spent my life wanting to learn her secret. Surely, if she could overcome so much pain, I could cope with the small rough spots in my life. That weekend was the beginning of my own personal recovery. 
As part of the closing session of our weekend, we sang the old children's song, The Farmer in the Dell. As the song is sung, the farmer stands in the middle of the circle. Then, the farmer takes a wife, and someone is chosen to join the farmer. Then, the wife takes the child, and so on until the final part of the song, the rat takes the cheese. Now everyone is in the middle of the circle. Then the farmer goes away, the wife goes away, the child goes away, and eventually the cheese stands alone. There stood my friend, the only one in the circle, truly alone, but so happy and at peace with the world. How had she managed to be so utterly forgiving and at peace with all that had happened to her? Even after all these years, I think of her when I get a little down. Remembering her always makes me cry. And then I'm smiling through my tears, knowing that if we could all be just a little like her, the world would be a magnificent place. This is Andre Bella for Esoterica, and thanks for listening.